Hello, everybody, and welcome to the seventh episode of the Sagebrush Spotlight Podcast. I'm your host, Patrick McNabb, here to give you the most recent news from the Nevada Sagebrush website. Make sure to give all the articles on the website a read to give the writers the credit that they're due. With that being said, I'm your host, Patrick McNabb. Welcome to the Sagebrush Spotlight. Construction on campus continues with over 40 locations that are being worked on this semester throughout campus. Notable locations for the construction are the Gateway Parking Complex, the E.L. Wiegand Fitness Center, the Edmund J. Kane Parking Lot Repair, and the remodel of Legacy Hall. Corey Jennings, the Director of Construction Services for Facilities on Campus, sat with Nevada Sagebrush Assistant News Editor Madison Wonko. Quote, it is the mission of the Facility Services Departments to maintain and improve the physical assets of our campus. It is our goal to execute this mission with minimum disruption to the academic process and operational needs of the campus community. According to Jennings, the construction in front of the Wiegand Fitness Center is due to an emergency repair that needed to be completed, an underground pipe burst that was responsible for the heating of the building. Quote, the work occurring between the Wiegand Fitness Center and the Joe Crowley Student Union is an emergency repair. If that project was anticipated, the work would not be executed during the fall semester. That project was scheduled to finish in mid-October. Along with that, the redoing of the Kane parking lot was also scheduled for mid-October, both passing their projected finishing times. The remodel of Legacy Hall is expected to finish in the summer of 2023. The campus dining options are struggling to find employees as the year continues. Despite being in a better position than they were last year, dining facilities have not been able to maintain substantial staffing levels. Dean Kennedy, the Executive Director for Residential Life, Housing and Food Services, sat with Assistant News Editor Madison Wonko about the shortage. He expressed that it has been difficult to find employees ever since the university transitioned back into in-person classes. Even at the on-campus Starbucks, staffing issues are plaguing the employees. Instead of being able to make connections with their customers, the employees go into autopilot to get through the crazy rush hours, a Starbucks employee told Wonko. To try to combat this low staffing issue, Nevada Dining has hired a company to provide temporary workers to fulfill the needs of different dining options on campus. According to Angelo Cassiano, the Director of Marketing and Guest Experience at Nevada Dining, staffing numbers have increased throughout the semester, however they are still not where they need to be. Nevada Dining started the semester with only 65% of the staff needed to run all locations and the catering department. As of October, that number increased to 85%. Out of the current dining staff, 65% of employees are enrolled as students at the university. Quote, we were opening our Genta Hall and that was a very expensive project that required a lot of labor. In addition, we were expanding all of our retail locations. We were expanding our retail hours. So we were growing quite a bit. One of the challenges was that the staffing did not grow as fast as we wanted it to, said Cassiano. The food robots have come back to the campus of UNR, but for the time being, they will not be serving any food. They are expected to make a full return next semester, but will be seen on campus starting the first week of November. Last year, the Starship robots were on campus as a trial run to see if students liked them as well as how they would act on campus. According to Angelo Cassiano, the Director of Marketing and Guest Experience at Nevada Dining, the Starship app currently has about 10 locations that students can order food from for a delivery by a robot. But when the robots make their full return, more locations will be added in the app. The robots are 99% autonomous, only being manually controlled when they have to face obstacles such as crossing the street. The robot team at UNR is responsible for making sure that the robots are mapped correctly. For students, there are some mixed feelings about the robots. 
Some think that the robots are cute, while others think that despite seeming like a good idea, it can be impractical. Sophomore student Kristen Amaro told assistant news editor Madison Wonko, quote, I would say that they seem like a good idea, but I've never personally used them, so I don't know how long they take to deliver food or things like that. I personally would just walk to go get food myself, so I probably would not use them. With the conclusion of the news section, we're going to be taking a short break to reflect on the news and catch our breath. I'm your host, Patrick McNabb. You're listening to the Sagebrush Spotlight. Shorter sports section today with the Nevada football team losing 35-28 against the San Jose Spartans in a back-and-forth game on October 27th. The Wolfpack had a hot start in the first quarter after a sack and recovery from defensive lineman Don Peterson. The Wolfpack was able to score first for the first time since the September 10th game against Incarnate World. San Jose State would use the rest of the first quarter to make it to Nevada's 10-yard line. The first quarter ended 7-0 Nevada. The momentum carried over to the second quarter, with San Jose quickly scoring their first touchdown due to their position on the field. Then, the Wolfpack would mount a drive into the Spartan side of the field, leading to Tua Taua running for a 23-yard touchdown. The first half ended 14-7 with Nevada in the lead. The third quarter was a roller coaster for Nevada, with a 53-yard passing touchdown from quarterback Shane Illingworth to wide receiver B.J. Castile. That was Nevada's only touchdown of the third quarter. The Wolfpack defense struggled in the third quarter, letting in two touchdowns from the San Jose Spartans. The game was tied 21-21 with 15 minutes left. The only touchdown from Nevada in the fourth quarter came from another rushing touchdown from Toua. Despite Nevada's game-long lead, San Jose scored another touchdown with 1 minute and 10 seconds left, putting Nevada down 35-28. San Jose took a knee to end the game. The Wolfpack is currently last in the conference, the first time since 2000 this has happened. Nevada will face the Boise State Broncos November 12th in Mackey Stadium. Reporting for this story was done by Nevada Sagebrush volunteer reporter Derek Raritan. Moving to arts and entertainment, In This Moment and Nothing More came to the Grand Sierra Resort on October 5th for the Blood 10-year anniversary tour. At 8 p.m., Nothing More took the stage for their set. Midway through their first song, the band unleashed the Scorpion Tail, a 14-foot-tall, quote, instrument of madness, an instrument made of scrap car parts used to modulate the guitar's pitch. Their set was never short on energy, with lead singer Johnny Hawkins running around the stage with paint covering his body. Then, In This Moment took the stage. With less than a year between tour dates in Reno, everything was made bigger and better for this concert, with a longer set, more backup dancers, and quote, more heavy metal goodness. The band showed their technical skills as well as paid their respects to heavy metal bands of the past such as Slayer. Reporting for this story was done by Nevada Sagebrush volunteer heavy metal reporter Clayton Greb. And that brings this episode of the Sagebrush Spotlight to a close. Be sure to follow the Nevada Sagebrush on Instagram and Twitter at Nevada Sagebrush and me on Instagram at Patrick.McNab and Twitter at PatrickMcNab underscore. The next episode of the Sagebrush Spotlight will be out next week, November 19th. This week's song of the week is... Head Cold by Spacey Jane. I've been your host, Patrick McNabb. Thanks for listening to the Sagebrush Spotlight. See ya.